Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. What do you call an Irish baker? Oh, interesting. An Irish baker. Um, I don't know. A gingerbread man. Dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. All right, here we go. Uh, okay. One, two, three. <laughs> Just spat on <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every single week we take a popular saying and take an admitted well, they're not always popular. Next week's no. is not so popular. But we take a sometimes popular saying and take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, and once in a while ever lucky, interesting dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins, but mostly we just use that to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I am Skitty. It's not always comedic. It's nope. not always informative. No. It's not always popular. It's always, I guess it is always informative. As Just to not, like when there's no like material? useful No, sometimes it's like, well, there's no background on this one. Oh, that's true. It's not always informative. <laughs> that's true. Sometimes there's no background. This is the worst you know, podcast ever. You, you'd think a podcast that is committed, has dedicated, like, dedicated to giving you a weekly uh, background origin story of an idiom that uh, when we come across an idiom that has no background story, we'd skip it. No. No, we're not that selfish. That's how committed we are. If it has no background story, we will tell you. <laughs> we're like, it's like literature that regardless of whether it has like any real value or meaning, we're not so selfish as to hold that in. No. No, we want to make sure. We're not about banning books or idioms. No, we just tell everything, regardless of how useless it is yeah. and how much of your time it wastes. We're prepared to do that. That's right. That's us. And so uh, if you have uh, if you like that kind of podcast, you're in the right spot. Subscribe down below. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be our 13th. Our thirteen hundredth episode? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Are we getting close? We said we'd stop at a dozen. <laughs> But we, but we did. Here's close. Here to introduce today's idiom. Here's a little something, something from. I know you like this show, or at least you've seen the show. Uh, Letter Kenny, right? Mm, I, yes. I, I don't think I've seen a full episode, but our introduction comes from Letter Kenny. Uh, you know, I think I got about a baker's dozen here. That's it. I think I got about it. I can't do that accent. Uh, what is that? South Dakota or something? It's Canadian. Oh, they're Canadian. Yeah, that's why that I makes like me want to watch it. Yeah, that's why. We, that's why we like it. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Baker's Dozen. He says, I think I got about a Baker's... In a, a Baker's... place called, guess what, Letterkenny. That's the... That's the town. The town they're in. Yeah. Where, I wonder what the background of that is. Is that a real place in Canada? I don't think so. No. Letterkenny. Like See, letter, L-E-T-T-E-R, Kenny, like my cousin. <laughs> letter, yes. Huh. Letterkenny. Letterkenny. It's got to be something. Sounds Irish. You think? Scottish? I did hear this regarding uh, a baker's dozen. You're just going to move on from Letterkenny now. Well, no, uh, was you're talking about you Irish. You give me a warning. I'm still caught up in the... As you're talking about Irish, and I want to drag, drag it back into... Um, this, That's also this, this a product whole by of, Apple, This by whole the way. land of... <laughs> I drag? Irish. I see. <laughs> it's when you want something. So bad. Okay. Irish. What do you call an Irish baker? Oh, interesting. An Irish baker. Um, I don't know. A gingerbread man. <laughs> It took a second. I'm like a gingerbread. I don't get it. There you go. That's actually not bad. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> what do you call an Italian baker who gives back rubs? Oh, man. An Italian baker who gives back rubs. I don't know. That's a tiramisu. Oh, that's good, too. <laughs> the internet. 
full of funny things. Okay, so I'm like, you always come international, with jokes. International baking. You always come with jokes. And, uh, uh, and so I looked up, give me a joke about um, Baker's Dozen or bakery or anything. I, came, I got nothing. And you come in hot with two, fresh out of the oven. <laughs> Did you hear about the baker who robbed the bank? Three. <laughs> the baker Do you who... have a baker's dozen of <laughs> baker dozen jokes? Maybe. No, I don't. Did you hear about the baker who uh, robbed a bank? Um, no. He came in buns a-glazing. <laughs> Stupid. Did you make that one up? <laughs> that sounds like a skinny original. No, it's not made up. <laughs> No, the internet is full of, of bakery jokes. Yeah, so it's uh, this idea of, of, I'm sure we'll get into it in Origins, but it's just a phrase you, you use. It's a baker's yeah. dozen. Yeah, it's a baker's dozen. It's a little, which, little. which, if we haven't said, means 13. 13. <laughs> Actually, we'll find out in uh, a little bit later when we get into the Origins. Uh, usually means 13. Could mean 14. Nice. Yeah. I like the, um, the idea... It's just so ingrained, and like that's that's this is one of the the idioms we actually use. That's true, like all the time. Yeah, it's Baker does, Baker's dozen. Yeah, but how often does number thirteen come up that you do? Like it is common, and like a coven of witches is a Baker's dozen. Yeah, <laughs> what? Like all the time? Is but, it thirteen? Yes, a coven is thirteen. I think it's so. a real thing. I think so. <laughs> what? Well, I think it is. Huh? Because you have to go Jesus plus the twelve disciples. That's that's a coven. No, not for them, but the premise. Oh, really? Are you making this up? I, is I, that how a coven maybe? is like we're we're like blaspheming Jesus by having? I think there's something to head do with witch that. and twelve disciples. We are twelve disciples. We are oh, something like that. This. Is that why thirteen? I'm not up on all my coven trivia, but I don't know. See, you just say stuff like that, like I say it to you, and then it's like really because that sounds that makes sense. That's why it's thirteen. Interesting. But, I would have but thought thirteen is lucky, isn't it? I would. No, there's no 13th floor on hotels. Oh, that's right. It's unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the 13th disciple was really unlucky. He's not even mentioned. <laughs> His name was Lucky. <laughs> you got Bartholomew, Matthew. His name is Todd Baker. <laughs> <laughs> there is Luke, John, uh, Lucky. Uh, I say that. But like... Simon the Zealot and Lucky the Baker. <laughs> My grandpa's... I don't know. I don't actually even know his real name. You don't know your grandpa's real name? No, he's Grandpa Lucky. Really? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure his name was Lucky. I, I honestly don't know. Wow. It sounds I like think a it's charmer. Like, <laughs> Lucky. Right. Yeah, what do you know there for sure? That's That was his opener. You actually don't... That's what he said? Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, that was like his opener. Like instead of saying, hey, how you doing? Hey, what do you know there for sure? That's fantastic. Yeah, Grandpa Lucky. That's great. I love Who that. Who knows? Maybe his name was actually Lucky. It's kind of a like a dog's is it, is name. Follow, is it just your paternal side? Yes. Well, I have a convoluted family ba- tree, with, but only one mom and dad. Yeah, so my, it's mine's, your mom. I do have, so it's on my dad's side. Okay. Um but yeah, there's like, but yeah. maybe not by surname. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the, all those biology related things. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. So I'm gonna this this has nothing to do with today, mm-hmm. but I hired a new employee. Oh. Uh, Interesting. Not not in the studio here. My side hustle. Yep. Um, and uh, his last name is Bug. B U G G. Jim. Yeah. You know Jim. I know Jim Bug. Yeah. Yep. So I hired him. That's great. And but I said, hey, what's the what's the background of your last name? And I kid you not, he goes, do you know the word buggery? No. I'm like, I, I do. I think so. 
Does it mean I'm like, tell different? me it doesn't come from that. He goes, yep. I'm like, no, it doesn't. He goes, yeah, not the, not the definition you're thinking of. Wow. So he like, right away pulls up family, you know, whatever ancestry. I don't know what he pulled up. Like I'm Frank Cooper. Oh, you're the you're yeah, the Cooper's Cooper son. Baker. Like, oh, your dad repairs shoes. So th- that's I'm the, the cobbler. Where Baker can be oh, the last name. You're 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 bugger. Buggery. Oh. So he's like bugger, definition bugger of son. surname bug comes from buggy bugger like all these things. But literally, definition is. Uh, oddball or weird man. <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. I can't believe that's what your last name means. Bug-eyed. And if you know him, it's quite fitting. <laughs> and, he's pretty cool. Yeah. No, yeah, but he's a funny guy. He's oddball. Like, Musician. Fits in with everybody mm-hmm. or not. Well, there you go. Anyway, I of, just thought. Of all aspects of, of buggery, speaking being of, weird is not the worst of them. <laughs> no, that's for sure. So speaking of last names, tying it back in today's idiom. What is uh, Batten then? I don't know what it means, actually. Like well, I know, it, I know it comes from Mountbatten or Mount, uh, or Battenberg. Well, that was your your parents. Was my parents? Your dad. Yeah. It was Mountbatten. Yeah. No, my mom. Oh, I see. Sorry. <laughs> I can't talk about your mother like that. Uh, okay, so no, bring, so it, bring it back to the idiom. <laughs> Baker's dozen. So batten, uh, but you say batten down the hatches. That it is the same. So means sp- same clo- spelling and everything. Close like close something. Disconnected. Up. Close it up tight. Sure, that's where it comes from. Shut that down. Does that help if I say batten. yes to this? Yes, <laughs> makes it end. I'll just shut up now. That could be a ba- baseball reference. Like who's up? Okay, <laughs> actual church picnic. When I was a kid, my uncle is up to bat. Softball game, church picnic. Okay. And uh, I'm in the background just listening to these two adults who I don't know say, who, who's up next? And they're like, uh, Doug Batten. Yeah, Doug, what's his last name? Batten. Yeah, him. And it was a who's on first moment. <laughs> During oh, baseball. Who's Batten? Doug is. What's his last name? Batten. Yes, him. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, I'm, I don't know, 11 going, oh, this is so great. This is real. <laughs> Uh, no, la- what, the last name, bringing it back to our idiom, Baker's Dozen, the last name, Baker. Do you know the movie Cheaper by the Dozen? Uh, a little bit. Are you so, talking about the one with Steve Martin? Yeah, Steve Martin okay. and uh, I can't remember the, Steve Martin. the mom's name. And they have 12 kids. Mm-hmm. That's the gist of the whole show. Their last name is Baker. And they didn't call the movie Baker's Dozen. That's so funny. And I'm like, that had to have been talked about. Wow. That there's a Baker family with a dozen kids. Well, that was clearly but it's the never, subtle hint. It's never said in the movie. Hmm. Like an easy line, the Baker's Dozen, it's not called oh, that. Oh, you're the Baker's Dozen. No, cheaper by the dozen. Let's call it that. But they're Baker's. So undoubtedly, undoubtedly. There, there was some sort of screening and Probably. names run through. It's like cheaper Maybe. by the dozen. Because there's other dozen things, right? Is there? Isn't there? <laughs> Maybe they're just like if we call it Baker's Dozen, but there's only twelve kids and not thirteen. That's confusing. Yeah, but we're the Baker family. We're the and Baker. We have a dozen. We're kids. the Baker's Coven. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we know that a Baker's Dozen is thirteen. What's a Baker's Coven? <laughs> it's Un- a, unlucky thirteen. Okay, there it is. Yeah. It's a bunch. Of, it's, it's the Baker's witches. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting that the movie's called Cheaper by the Dozen and their last name is Baker. Somebody, there's there no was, way that's There was guaranteed the original name was Baker's Dozen. Right. And then it was put into screening 
And it's like, this name's terrible. Like, that's awful. Right. Let's call it Cheaper by the Dozen. Okay. That's also terrible. <laughs> but let's call it that. <laughs> Deal. Dirty Dozen is taken. <clears throat> yeah. See, there is other dozens. Cheaper by the Coven. <laughs> See, that's the sequel. The sequel. The sequel. Yeah. The kids will get they should have, a, The sequel should thing. have been Cheaper by the Baker's Dozen. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Part 13. <laughs> You have another joke? No. Oh. No, I'm okay. I'm, I don't roll like that. I did I did come across this. It just It's not even funny. It's just interesting. Perfect. Dozen comes from French douzain. Yeah. Which in turn comes from Latin duodecim, two plus ten. Oh. Why is it called twelve? Because in Latin, it was duodecim. That sounds like twelve. Oh, I see. I get the dozen connection. I... I that's so informative. Why, we, why, we, why do we call it? Check. Um, what do we have left? Edu- not, educational. <laughs> well, possible. Those jokes were not really that amusing. No. Gingerbread man cracked me up. Yeah. Was okay. okay. We should have a checkbox with the four things we check. say we are and just turn around and every time we hit one. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. There's informative. There's educational. Actually, informative's not on there. What do we have? Uh, educational... Uh, interesting, interesting, not yet. <laughs> Comedic, we think it's funny. That should count. <laughs> and that's that's who we do it for. Uh, anyway, and meaning, yeah, it's the same. Well, anyway, well. So uh, why is it why is it twelve? I have I have nothing for you. Okay, because it doesn't come up later. It's not like well, you get to twenty, twenty one, twenty twelve. Like there's there's some be- weirdness at eleven, twelve. Why not? Isn't why, it's why after ten? Isn't it one teen, two teen, three teen? So. Twelve is based off two halves. Twelve. Okay? You following me? I mean, no. How is twelve two halves? Well, if there's twelve and then there's two halves, that would be six each, which equals twelve. Okay. So they had so they had the original dozen. But it's not based on six. No, so this is this is where it's this is where I'm going. (laughs) Okay, go. So it's there's there's two groupings of six. It's two two halves. Yeah. Two halves. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. There you go. Two, it's two, two halves. Two elves. Two elves. <laughs> There's a silent L in there. Two elves. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense, but there's yeah. a little bit of something to bat around the water cooler My today. daughter always said... If you uh, want to get fired. 15 instead of 15. Hmm. And I'm like, that makes she's sense. not wrong. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Four, 14, 15, 16. Three it should be. It should be one teen, two teen, three teen, four teen, five teen. Because mm-hmm. the rest of it, starting at 20... Does the 10 cycle. The pattern? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Well, 11, 12, 13, 15. Don't say we never tried it. Not teaching it nothing. For, oh, wait. It's not 5T5. It's 55. Never mind. It's not all the way through. And then there's numbers like that that are prime. It's just an endless amount of useless things we could talk about. And some are optimus. <laughs> well, we should actually find out where this little uh, gem comes from. That would be the, what, educational part? Let's see. All right. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. Origin. Oh, cut it off a little early there. Uh, so there is no background story. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> That's a trip, all right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you can request a dozen eggs from a farmer. You can request a dozen steaks from a butcher, which you did today. Mm. Did you not? 
request a dozen steaks from a butcher? Well, I didn't want a dozen. I wanted two batches of six. Twelve? Twelve. You can request a dozen pencils from a traveling office supplies salesman, and you'll almost certainly, every single time, receive how many? Twelve of your chosen item. Mistakes might happen. Mm -hmm. You might get 11. You might get 13. But a baker's dozen is commonly understood to mean 13. Bakers are not bad at math. There is a background to this. It's widely believed that this uh, particular phrase originated from the practice. And you, do you, did you have in your head kind of what this is about? Or are you going in blind? Um, I, I'd heard loosely. Yeah, I, I definitely, as soon as I read it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did know that. But it's widely believed that this phrase originated from the practice of medieval... I, I really emphasize that like it was mid hyphen evil. Medieval. Dwellers. <laughs> the fruits uh, of the name. Medieval English bakers giving an extra loaf when selling a dozen in order to avoid being penalized for selling short weight. So, uh, cool story. I'm just like, oh, that makes sense. They didn't want to get in trouble. And unlike many of our idioms where it's like, this is what everybody believes, not true. This actually seems to be. Bang, nail on the head, exactly where it came from. So, firstly, the practice of adding um, an extra loaf originated several centuries before the phrase was a phrase, or at least a common phrase. So, England has a long history of the regulation of trade. I think still, pretty much. Um, Bakers were regulated by a trade guild called, and is this this not the best name for any guild? The Lollipop Guild. (laughs) Pretty close. The Worshipful Company of Bakers. That's great, wow. right? That's quite prestigious for, for yeah. bread. So this guild called the Worshipful Com- Worshipful Company of Bakers, which date- dates back to at least the reign of Henry II, which is uh, 11... It's like a Nicolas Cage movie. second half of the 1100s. What? The Worshipful... <laughs> That's a great movie title. The Worshipful Company of Bakers. Yeah, it really is. Starring Nicolas Cage. Whoa. <laughs> Anyway, the law that caused the bakers to be so the way uh, you did your woe was was it too was very Bill and Ted. That's what I was going to say. It was too Keanu Reeves. Wasn't okay, it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny I felt that it when that. it came out. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. yeah. So the law was uh, that made the bakers be so careful was called this is the name of the law. So this is the so we got the worshipful company of bakers colon a seize of bread and ale. I'm not sure if it's a size or a seize. A s s i z e. That's a good question. A seize of bread and ale. So in 1266, Henry III revived an ancient statute that regulated the price of bread according to the price of wheat. So bakers or brewers who gave gave short measure as to what was ordered could be fined, pilloried, or flogged. I had to look up pilloried, but it's what you think it is. As in uh, 1477, when the Chronicle of London reported that a baker called John, John, sorry, John Mundu was, here's another fun word, shrived. Do you know shrived? <laughs> no, I don't so know. Shri- Could be pilloried either. I don't like the sounds of it. Pilloried is beaten. Okay. Shrived is forced to confess your guilt. Hmm. So you were shrived to do so. Uh, he was shrived upon <laughs> the pillory. For cellaring, cellaring. No, I'm adding syllables. Uh, he was. I couldn't shrived. tell. I couldn't tell. Maybe it's a word. <laughs> he was shrived upon pillory for cellaring bread Celery. that was underweight. Secondly, it's not quite so neat an explanation that whenever bakers sold twelve loaves, that they added another identical loaf to make thirteen. They would have had just as much concern selling eleven loaves. 
but you know, there's no Baker's Eleven. Right. So Ocean's Eleven. You don't really order bun. Well, like it may be buns, but you don't order bread by the dozen. Definitely do buns. So it's kind yeah. of funny that well, they call it a baker's dozen because they would have added a loaf no matter how many you ordered. They would have added a, added a loaf to your order to make sure because it was regulated by weight, not by number. You've made bread. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just does its thing. You don't know what it's doing. What do you mean? Like when you're making a bread, like what's a loaf of like if you go like what, what's a loaf of bread weigh? Oh, what does it weigh? I don't know. What right, is the like, <laughs> It's a grocery store. Oh. But, you know, that thing's rising and, you know, like, do you let it proof twice? Like, what kind of bread is it? Like, is it a rye or something that's dense or multigrain that's just, like, compacted with seeds or things? Because that's going to be heavier. And so I think it'd be really hard without uh, scales. And if the English um, government was, you know, infiltrating regulations upon bakers based, like, your bread is going to correlate with the cost of wheat... What if they made gluten free bread? Right, it's just there's, like, no, there's you, no wheat in this. You can't find me. Right, you couldn't be ex- you couldn't be <laughs> pilloried. You <laughs> can't pillar me. You don't try and pillar me. Pillory me with your cellaring bread. I will shrive not. <laughs> so so um, yeah, so that would make no sense based on like I'll throw in another loaf. Like was that like how much does that weigh? Or don't. But it, another... it seems like you should have had uh, like a scale. Yeah. Yeah, like they should have. Keep piling so, on so, bread so until actually, there was a scale. I actually have that written here somewhere. So bakers weren't exactly known for having their own uh, scale. To They could have monitored it and made sure they were following Which the rule. insane. Instead, they just, very here's some thing. extra bread. Like, you don't just like, ah, eh, just toss in a little scoop of this, a little of that. It's I like, don't know. I think back then it was more done by, like, one handful, two pinches. I will, I will tell you this. So I've been, one snort. I've been brewing mead. As uh, for Christmas, I got a mead making kit, which I've never even had mead. Okay, <laughs> but I'm making mead. I've yet to, to what have does mead. mead taste like. I don't is know. It barley based? No, so it's honey wine. Oh, that's what mead is. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Okay, mead, so if you take mead, if you take fruit, so much more masculine. If than you take grapes, honey wine. okay. So if you take grapes, I love mead. I love honey wine. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Same thing. It's like the friend who has... What kind of mead? Honey wine. The friend's, um, I'll have a beer. I'll have a beer. I'll have a cider. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have honey wine. Yeah, okay, exactly. so anyways, so it's... Uh, so this whole fermenting process of like adding yeast and sugar and water it is... is Yeah. So depending on where that sugar comes from, so if it comes from honey, it's mead. Really? If it comes from grapes, it's wine. Yeah. Huh. That, that's it. The end. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, so we'll, that's the bonus info. We'll let you know how educational. Check. So I, I say that to say when in preparation they they're very <laughs> and so like all the instructions. It's very important that you sanitize this. It's very important that there's no weird molds or any weird you know bacteria. It's very important that you sanitize this. And I'm like, huh? All I'm thinking is Just like squirt some hand sanitizer. <laughs> It's like Vikings in like some middle age scenario. How concerned how, about yeah, hygiene? Exactly. And so when you see all these like tavern things, Lord of the Rings, or another you know thing of ale, they're putting their or, lives in hands with what they drank, basically. <laughs> so yes, but it wasn't like, have you sanitized the barrel? I've never seen that in any movie. <laughs> yeah, that's so, really funny. 
So, so continuing on, the addition was called when they threw in an extra loaf, extra bread, extra whatever they did to make sure they were giving the purchaser what they were required to put in. The addition was called the inbred or the vantage loaf. That's not what I thought inbred meant, but continue. yeah, exactly. Uh, when selling in quantity to middlemen or wholesalers, they would add an extra loaf or two, which is why it's sometimes fourteen, not thirteen. When selling single loaves, uh, the worshipful company. By the way, still exists. What do you call an Appalachian baker? Okay, what? I don't know. I'm just going. I'm trying to cook up some inbred thing. Hillbilly pillory. I don't know. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, they're they're they they say that this goes on in living memory of what it was back then. The inbred is still given with the worshipful wow. company that still exists. So uh, let's see. So that's that's the actual. Um, origin of the thing here's the 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 phrase so the phrase goes back to at least 1599 because don't forget this practice was way 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 before this became an idiom i'll kind of go quick here but uh there here's a an odd quotation from john cook's to quote say that word q u o q u e probably does mean rooster it's a bird noise anyway from 1599 and this is what he says. Mine's a baker's dozen. Master Bubble, tell your money. That's that's almost a Yoda line there. Mine's a, baker do- mine's a baker's dozen. Master Bubble, tell your money. It's like a soccer chant. <laughs> like when they're just Mine's like, a baker's dozen. Master Bubble, bubble tell your, your money. Mine's a baker. <laughs> well, it's like all those soccer chants. What What did he say? What is that? <laughs> uh, so Do- that... that- Phrase the phrase is related to the practice described by uh, in John Goodwin's of being filled with the spirit, referring back to the same quotation, 1665. This is what the quote says As that which we call the inbred is given into the dozen, there is nothing properly paid or given for it, but only for the dozen. So, in other words, it's free. Uh, there you go, by 1864, it was included in you know, this one, a dictionary of modern slang, cant, and vulgar words. Uh, I think that's the book you, you gave a copy me, right? Of that, yeah, I think it's right over there on the shelf. Um, and uh, there you go. So the description in that book it says this consists of thirteen or fourteen, the surplus number called the inbred, being thrown in for fear of incurring the penalty for short weight. There you go. History of the practice. History of the phrase. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Baker's dozen being generous, so you don't have to, yeah, incur uh, getting pillared. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't want to get pillared. No, we've look at we've co- we've covered pillories, shriving, buggery. <laughs> it's been quite a day. And inbred. We should put a cap on these pillories and get into the end game. Riddling is a game we like to play. It takes a two part trivia based question, requires a two part overlapping answer, overlapping by sound, syllable, word, or word. So, for example, we left you last week in our episode two hundred and sixty six. Our idiom was apple of my eye, and uh, we left you with this one, Eve. Had this term of endearment for Adam, but he referred to himself as the man's who builds the boat. I'm going to go a little shout out to Mr. Brad- Brandner for oh, answering this oh. one this week. Thank you, T-Bone. Okay, yeah. so, so I'm going to go with apple of my eyes the buy. And that's how you play Riddling. It's not apple of my eye. It's not eyes the buy. <laughs> it's apple of my eyes the buy. Fantastic. Okay. So I got a couple for today. I have got a couple, and I'm going to go first because I think from things you've said that we may have some duplicates. Oh, no. Okay, go. Just because of some of your lead-ins. Okay. Here we go. Okay. 
She co-founded the PTL Club with 13, not 12, bread loaves. That's great. Give it to you again. She co-founded the PTL Club with 13, not 12, bread loaves. That would be everybody's favorite Tammy Faye Baker's dozen. <laughs> that's it. That's great. I don't have that one. Okay. So if that's what you thought. I did. I was like, oh. I actually have three. Okay. Because um, one I thought was kind of... I'm going to give you the cheater one first, and you don't like it. I'll give you another one, and we'll still have one for everybody else. Okay. Okay, how about this one? Yep. This, you got to really think on this one. 13 loaves is what makes you stronger. 13 loaves is what makes you stronger. A zen. A zen. Dude, what makes you stronger? Something that... Doesn't kill you. Yeah. I'm cheating. <laughs> I'm like... Start with doesn't. Oh... <laughs> Okay. Um, Baker's doesn't make you stronger. No, Baker's doesn't, doesn't kill, kill you. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Doesn't, doesn't. Wow. You know what? That works. You like it? Yeah, it works. I just. Oh, it doesn't cheat. It just adds doesn't. a T. Doesn't, doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's legit. Okay. So that's, that's no. mine. Okay. That, no, Check. That, I, 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 I did not get it. Here, I'll, give you, I'll give you another one since I have, a, I have a bonus one. I'll give you one more then. This is where the watermelon grow, and they give you 13. This is where the watermelon grow, and they give you 13. <laughs> I'm going to go with down by the baker's dozen. That's right. Okay, good. I've got another one here for you. He started cheaper by the dozen, and he's a good fella. One more time. He started cheaper by the dozen, and he's a good fella. So I'm going to go with Steve Martin Short. No, Steve Martin Scorsese. That's the you got your Martins. <laughs> yes, that was it. Good uh, job. All right. Well, I got one more. We will leave that dangling wing out there for everyone to play along at home with the at home version of Did this we board game. Ano instead of dangle ano. Nope. It's dangling anyway. It's like dangle. It's long a sound. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You can reach out to us on Instagram at the dot village dot idiom or email us the village idiom podcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebook, the YouTubes, or the X at three minutes gone. Here it is. Howard Cunningham's son is the movie with the Baker family and their twelve kids. Hmm. Howard Cunningham's son is the movie with the Baker family and their twelve kids this isn't the greatest one i should have picked a different one to leave hanging out there but yeah it gets it done and that is three minutes gone right there you go that's good well the legitimate children have an amazing day seriously i hope it's fantab and all these assorted uh cool what's another fantab type uh awful phrase to send them off with i have a baker's dozen of a day i hope it's scrumptious okay oh man this is terrible Let's try some new endings. It's not working. Try, related to bread, then, like a delicious. I hope your day fluffy, is flaky sourdough. Hope you have a flaky day. You meet some flaky people. <laughs> have a croissant day, my friends. Croissant. I'm. Je m'appelle Skinner. Je m'appelle Jurassic Mark with a C. <laughs> and this is tres minutes gone. <laughs> It's gone.